0: It's the after talk. After talk. It is the after what's talk. Up? I'm meeting. After,
1: after crossroads.
0: What's after up? Talk. Rose. After talk, talk, yeah. talk. talk. It's the after talk. It's the after talk. What's up, what's up, what's up? Hello, hello, and how are you doing? Welcome to Up With and On Presents, our meeting at the Crossroads Music Series. After Talk. Now, the After Talk is where we actually get a chance to go back a little bit and focus in on some of the interviews that we had earlier in the year with some of the artists. So sit back, relax, snap on the seatbelt, do whatever you got to do, grab some popcorn, because we're about to get nitty-gritty and get a little bit around the edges of things, if you know what I mean. Abigail Slocum is a New Jersey actress and musician living in New York City. She received a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Musical Theater at Long Island University. Since graduating, she's performed in theaters all around New York and is a solo musician. In addition to theater, she also plays the piano, saxophone, acoustic guitar, ukulele, and mandolin.
1: Take these sunken eyes and learn to see all your life. You are only waiting this moment to be free. Blackbird flies.
0: Greetings, y'all. Giving you a little proper and country. How Howdy, find people. <laughs> Hope you all been well. I'm doing as well as one can, considering. No major complaints. Not that anybody would listen anyway. Hey, man, I listen to you. Well, thank you, brother, from another. Folks, if you're just tuning in, that was my co-host, Bruno Diaz from New Jersey. Forget about it. And I'm your host with the most, Darren Lorenzo from the ATL in Georgia, shout it. We're here once again with some stories of the pandemic, one's journey, their location, and all-around vibe how's it going how you feel i'm doing good well i'm happy for you b i really am okay moving on today we have the beautiful abigail slocum singer actress musician she's going to invite us into the music field world that she lives in and i'm gonna listen well i hope we all are anyway i know you all are wondering what was my drink of the week whiskey again if you must ask but rye this time from tennessee a texas infused pecan with whiskey rye a texas and tennessee sounds like trouble standardproofwhiskey.com actually finished the bottle with Cuzzo J. Willie watching football both our teams lost this week my Falcons oh boy what's the hell y'all and Bruno is a Giants fan like you let's go Giants going strong as hard as we can (laughs) 0-2 just the start of the season I guess won't judge too heavy but do better bros well without further ado let's check in on our Jersey girl Abigail and see how she's doing
1: Something's
0: living every day. What's been going on with you? I'm
2: pretty good, honestly. I escaped the city. I live in New York City, but um, my, I'm a bartender in Manhattan. So our bar yeah. closed pretty quickly, pretty much right when they said, you know, that's it. Yeah. Um, so I kind of escaped to New Jersey where my parents live okay. and stayed with them for longer than I anticipated <laughs> staying with them. But it was nice, you know, like we were in a big house and instead of our tiny apartment and we all kind of had room and we entertained ourselves. That was good. Just got back to the city a couple weeks ago. And how's it feel
0: since you've been back?
2: You know, I think because we were, we got back when things started kind of, you know, opening up a little bit. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel as strange as it did right before we left. Um, It was, you know, nobody was out. Everyone was in a panic and it was very strange nobody on the subways or anything like that. Um, now I think people are kind of easing into it again. So, yeah. but it's nice, you know. It's nice to have my own place again,
0: and I'm sure. You I'm know, sure. trying to share a <laughs> place with anybody else, but definitely your, your parents. I'm I'm actually doing that now since the pandemic. Yeah. Here, so I know how all that is. Actually, right. You before, get
2: home cooked meals though,
0: which is good. So yeah. So I've gotten that uh, that pandemic weight sitting on me a yes. lot heavier than I had before. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny right before we started the Zoom call. I was just yelling back and forth with my mother because she heard something drop in my room, and she's like. Everything Okay, like everything's <laughs> fine, but it's in my room, so don't worry. I just didn't know. If don't you're, worry about so it. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm a grown man. Excuse me, Mr. Fancy Pan. Want me to get you a popsicle?
1: Cherry, please. I ate the cherry. All that's left is green. You make me want to
0: kill myself. Just to let the folks know, we were talking a little bit earlier, but your folks live near Asbury Park, which is like, yeah, the Springsteen area. So that's Springsteen land. Yeah, um, yeah,
2: and you know what? Everyone worships Springsteen, and he's like...
0: Of course, he's a god, yeah. ...a legend. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah,
2: he's a god.
1: (laughs)
0: when you get into the industry? When did you start singing and performing?
2: My parents put me in piano lessons when I was, I think, four years old. Okay. It was just like an after-school activity. Like I think it was part of the curriculum or something. So then, when that year ended, all my other friends were like, "We are not taking piano anymore." Like they hated it. But (laughs) I was obsessed with it. It was one of those things where, like, my parents never had to force me to practice. Like my friends, okay. I just loved it so much. I loved music. I loved playing music. It was sort of like the thing. I did to relax and whine. So then I, I played piano for years and years. I picked up the saxophone, too, when I was 9 or 10. And actually, I picked the sax because of Clarence Clemens from
0: oh, really? Springsteen. Band. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. I love Clarence Clemens. We'll start with it. So I played yeah. the
2: sax. And then I'm not sure when I started singing. I think it must have been around the same time. It was probably just like a natural thing to do while I played music. Uh-huh. But I started doing theater when I was nine nine okay um i was just in like a school musical yeah and then i became hooked on that (laughs)
0: yeah
2: and just continued doing theater all through school i like started doing summer theater like kids summer theater and then that moved to like community theater Mm -hmm. and then that moved to small regional productions when i was a little bit older okay um and then i went to college for musical theater and here i am
0: look at you here you are here you are so you're very musical i mean did you continue with those instruments the saxophone and the piano
2: Yep, i've been playing the sax and the piano i picked up About six months ago, I picked up the guitar, the acoustic guitar as well. Look at you. Um, Yeah, which I had always wanted to learn, but I just never really had the time. Uh And I just decided a couple months ago, I was like, you know what, this guitar has been sitting in my apartment for so long, it's time to use it. Yeah,
0: there we go. So I've been really, really enjoying that. Well, that's great. I mean, you need to start your own band at this point.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Me and Bruce Springsteen come see you.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Um,
0: What is uh, something that you've learned about yourself to understand them, good or bad. Good
2: or- my first instinct would be to say I've learned a lot about kind of prioritizing my career and my passion mm-hmm. over my survival job because before this, I was really letting my job kind of drain me and happens, I was making yeah. up excuses to not work on my career. Yeah. The
1: mother cannot guide you
2: Now you're wrong mom-
1: Sometimes people
2: the most important thing that I learned was regarding the Black Lives Matter movement. I was kind of always someone that never really thought that my voice mattered very much and my little voice wouldn't affect anything. It wouldn't make a difference, you know, what I spoke up about. But that's just not true. And I think that's the most valuable thing I've learned is all of our like small voices are a chip in a bigger crack.
1: Yeah, and if maybe. I
2: don't speak up, that's a problem. Yeah. You know, like that's really not only is it not helping, it's making the problem worse. Yeah. So I'd say that's the most important thing I've learned is to just kind of, I've had so many like privileges in my life and it's past time for me to kind of stop thinking about myself and lift other people up and, you know, just step out of the, the light and let other people have their time because...
0: Well, it's definitely appreciated. And um, that's, I, I wish more people thought like you. And um, that's just definitely the way to go. And I know I've been approached by a lot of my friends and say, you know, what can I do? What can I say? I say, say what you can. I said, do what you mm-hmm. can. Just I said, everybody's going to take it differently. Everybody's going to need something else. I said, me, yeah. me just knowing that you're is good. Yeah. Those might meet, need a conversation or maybe they just need you to listen to them. Mm-hmm. So uh, whatever it is that you have to offer of anything positive and good, I think, if, you know, it's very, very welcome. So I just want to say that.
1: Of course, yeah. My love. child
0: I'm not going to keep it too much longer, but I did want to, you know, know a couple other things. Who are some of your your influences as far as music?
2: Oh man. <laughs> I'd say my number one like influence my entire life is Judy Garland. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah, I love Judy Garland. Her record is right there. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs>
2: it's all over my apartment. She's definitely like my number one favorite artist ever. Then I would say probably Billy Holiday.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, I love Billy Holiday.
1: In all the old familiar
2: places it would be a tie between Joni Mitchell
0: and Carole King, for sure. That's a good tie, that's a good tie. Yeah. Now, do you <laughs> sing music from each one of these artists that uh, you name?
2: I do, yeah. Okay. I um, Since I've been focusing a lot on, like, my guitar mm-hmm. lately, I've been sticking to, like, 60s, 70s, like, Carole King, Joni Mitchell. That's a good um, era, that's a
1: good era. Though. Led
2: Zeppelin, yeah, all that great, like, Bob Dylan, all that folk rock. Yeah. But then as far as, like, if I'm performing in, like, a piano bar, I usually head towards Judy or Billy. Those old 30s, 40s, jazz, all that good it's wide,
0: stuff. It's a wide range and I think, yeah, it's, uh, that's definitely going to be beneficial in your career as well as that's very welcomed and uh, a lot of things that we do even with theater related mm-hmm. stuff is just to make sure that we have a wide array of things that we listen to. Yeah.
1: It's blue, it's beautiful, so are you dear.
0: That's so great. Her talent, her voice, and musicianship is worthy of applause, most definitely. Such a sweet spirit she has. You don't have a lot of people concerned about everyone's well-being. And it seems she's so sincere in her approach, thoughts, actions, and passion. It is so much appreciated and highly favored, Abigail. United we stand, divided we fall. As Bob Marley sang, one love, one heart. Let's get together and feel all right. Give thanks and praise to the Lord, and we will feel all right. I'm Darren Lorenzo, and this has been After Talk. We out. On behalf of Upward and Oma Productions, we'd like to thank you for hanging out for our meeting at the crossroads, After Talk. Now, your attention and time is much appreciated, and we look forward to having you checking in for more later on. Remember, success is only an arm's length away. Stay safe, stay home if you can, and if not, keep practicing social distance with a healthy and cautious way of life. Up with and Oma, folks. After Talk, what's the haps? What's the scoop? What's going on, After Talk? It's the After Talk.